Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sarah and I have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible, and skincare is a huge piece of that. I spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin, and I have added Ritual to my routine, which just gives me a lot of comfort. Ritual is here for us. They have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies, so we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several Ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin, I take a probiotic, and Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online. And we were discussing the fact that I am 43 and she said, I cannot believe how young you look. And I thought, thank you, Ritual, for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. Why can't you go to school right now or we go to church or any stores or restaurants? Because there's too many germs. Because there's too many germs. How do you feel about having to stay at home? I feel happy that I'm staying with my mom. This is Sarah and Beth. You're listening to Pantsuit Politics, the home of grace-filled political conversations. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pantsuit Politics for a very special episode filled with the precious voices of our children, your children, leading us, hopefully, into the future. Okay, that was probably like a little bit of an overstatement. I don't know if they're necessarily leading us, but they are inspiring us and making us feel upbeat. You know, I think so often we feel like we have to instruct kids, but let's be honest, sometimes they can really instruct us. Before we get to that, we wanted to put a few call-outs. We are going to have Michelle Becker, our resident virologist, back on the show. So if you have any questions, reach out at hello at pantsuitpoliticsshow.com and tell us what questions you want to ask Michelle when she comes back. 
We also really like making these episodes of just voices from our community because we think that's the best way to capture this really historic time that we're all living through together. So after you hear kids' voices today, we want to start working on our next episode of Voices from the Community. And we really want to hear your stories about owning a business and going through the Paycheck Protection Program or just making the decision to reopen. We want to hear from people who've been frontline workers and people who are starting to return to work and what being healthy at work looks like for you. Basically, all of your experiences about being an adult participating in business through this crisis are welcome. If you'll just send us one to two minute voice memos, and we really appreciate you trying to keep them within that time frame. That helps our team tremendously because we don't want to cut you off. One to two minute voice memos to hello at pantsuitpoliticsshow.com. Major thanks to Elise, Dylan, Simeon, who have worked very hard on these previous episodes and will on the next one. And to all of you, especially for today, because trusting us with your voices is a big deal. Inviting your kids into this space is next level trust. And that results a lot from the way you all treat each other on social media and the thoughtful emails that you send that are published in our newsletters, where we get to see your values shining through. So just thank you for being wonderful so that we can make episodes like this. The last thing we want to say before we let you hear from our children is that we are aware of the tragedy regarding Breonna Taylor in our home state, and we will talk about that on Tuesday's episode. We want to give that its due in terms of both our understanding of the facts and our time to discuss it. So we will return to Breonna Taylor's story on Tuesday, along with talking about where the money comes from when Congress enacts these major relief initiatives. And now we want to just get out of the way and let you listen to the voices of kids from our houses and from your houses affected during this time. I'm Ellen. I want to talk about how I feel about the coronavirus. So I'm four years old and I really feel like people should just stay at their house, wash their hands really good when it's breakfast time, bathroom time, bedtime, morning time. Do it any time you want to wash your hands. Just wash your hands. That's the best way to keep germs away from you. Plus, my dad just got me face masks. Hi, I'm Nellie. I am four and a half years old. Uh, I want everything to be back to normal. I'm tired of the sickness. Hello, my name is Ethan Rehanov. I'm 17 years old, and I live in the greater Austin area. Before, we would, I used to go to school, go to a friend's house all the time, hang out with a bunch of people, go all sorts of places, malls, shopping centers, stuff like that. But now everything is closed. I know that Texas has reopened, but we do still stay home. And it's been, it's been rough to say the very least. There's been a lot of times where I've been at home and I've just wanted nothing, nothing else but to go outside and to go into the world. But there are upsides. It's not all Debbie Downer. It's not all bad. Uh, a great thing that's come out of it is 
Um, my family and I, I think we've become a lot closer, especially my mother and I, I think we've come a lot closer. And she's a big fan of your show, by the way. She listens to it all the time. She actually told me about this. So shout out to, to my mom, Callie. But another great thing that's come out of it is uh, I have a lot of free time to to work on things that I want to work on, to to do and to pursue things that I want to pursue. I had a lot of time to you know get bigger and stronger for the next basketball season coming up. I've been able to extend my range out. Uh, I've I've dabbled in the arts, such as uh, learning how to play the guitar uh, at a very very low level, uh, learning how to play trumpet of all things, and you know just just medial stuff like that. I also think that due to the fact that the world is shut down. Just to be able to be at home and to, you know, have a good family support system, uh, it's been a great thing. My name's Caden, K- and I'm pretending to be Lano, and I'm four. <laughs> okay. Can you tell me what quarantine means? Uh, we don't get to get that close to people, and we don't want to get anybody sick. Yeah. Because we care about everybody else, right? Uh-huh. What's the hardest part of quarantine? Um, I won't get to get that close. What's the best part of quarantine? Uh, going to playground and tagging. What's something that's different because of quarantine? Well, I don't get to go anywhere. Yeah. With people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that hard? Yeah. Yeah. It would be difficult to overstate how crushing it is to have a senior in high school right now. My youngest child is a senior. She and her classmates left casually for spring break, never to return. Everything is utterly disorienting. They know there are classmates who they have seen almost daily for 13 years who they may never see again in their lives. No goodbye, no parting words. Many students' extracurricular loves build to their senior year. It's the year to be the cheerleading captain, the section leader for the altos or the trumpets, the soccer team starting goalie, the actor looking to move their one-act play to state, the UIL competitor hoping to advance to state in debate, prose, poetry, the student council president excited to offer the class gift to the school, the dancer waiting for her senior dance, and the valedictorian with a speech that she will not give. We are created for beginnings and endings. Our lives are measured by markers, birthdays, first day of kindergarten, graduations, weddings, etc. The ways we mark time ground us to our lives, to the world around us, to our culture, to those we love. I've told my daughter that this will not ruin her life, but it will define her for the rest of her life. When she's my age, she will be part of a unique group of people for whom their whole world was yanked out from under them at a very pivotal moment in their development. The grief is real. It's almost unbearable. And honestly, even though missing prom and graduation is hard and sad, the things she's loved the most and excelled in for years and years suddenly evaporated with no closure or ending. I know that each person is dealing with this unprecedented time in different ways, and it's hard for each of us. But what I'm dealing with as a mom of a senior breaks my heart every single day. My 18 years with her wasn't supposed to end with such great loss. The culmination of all she's ever known, being a student and growing up, was not supposed to end like this. 
Hi, my name is Justine. I'm 18 and I'm a high school senior this year. Things have been really tough for me, especially with this being my last year. One of the toughest things for me has actually been looking back on my last day at school before spring break and knowing now that that was, that was my last day of school. That was my last day of high school ever. I really wish that I would have known because I feel like I probably would have done some stuff differently. Online classes have been really difficult for me. It's hard to motivate myself to actually do my work because it just, it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like it's actually affecting me in any way because I'm not going to school and I'm not seeing my teachers. I'm someone who already kind of struggles with anxiety and I definitely believe that I need a schedule to function um, because I just feel like without that sort of structure, it really gets the better of me. And I end up avoiding things that kind of stress me out. So like school, I avoid it, even to the point of like taking care of myself. And I know that I sort of cope with that by like shutting down and disengaging sometimes. I actually just picked up my cap and gown today for graduation. I drove past a table at my school's parking lot. Someone came up to my car, gave me a bag, and then I drove away. And that was the whole thing. (laughs) And I guess just the big thing for me that makes everything feel unfair and really frustrating is that I'm missing missing out on a lot of experiences that I would be getting as a senior and that I think that I should be getting because I don't get to have a senior prom. I don't get to have a normal graduation. I don't get to have a normal college freshman orientation. And just everything is, it's just, it it just, everything feels unfair. And I'm mad and I'm sad and I'm frustrated, but I'm waiting for the day that it gets better because I know that it will, but it's just hard for now. Okay, can you tell everybody what your name is and how old you are? Um, my name is Philip, and I'm five. And you're five? My name is Amos, and I am eight. I'm Griffin Holland. I'm, should I just say 11 years old? I'm about to be 11 years old. Right now I'm 10, and that's all you need me to say? No. How long have you been off school, Amos, How being homeschooled? Um, I think, like, um, two months. Uh, yeah, about a month and a half almost. What do you think about um, being homeschooled because of coronavirus? I kind of like it, but regular school was much easier. Yeah? I think it's not awesome, but there are a lot of worse things that could be happening. There could be, like, real deal food shortages. There could be a nuclear war going on. There's a lot of worse things that could be happening than staying in our homes. Mm-hmm. That I get my Mm, and what's your least favorite part? That I have to do math time. It's evil. That you have to do what? Nap time. It's Nap evil. Nap time is evil. It's evil. It's evil. Okay. What do you know about COVID-19? Um, it's that it's started from a bat. Mm-hmm. Or some people think it's a snake for some reason. It's not f- fun. Yeah, it's not fun. And... People sometimes have the coronavirus and they don't know, they don't know 
if they have it. Mm-hmm. That's true. They don't know when they have it. And so so why is that important? Why is it important that that some people don't know if they have the coronavirus? It's not important. It's not important? I think so. I think it's pretty important. Is that maybe why we don't go anywhere? Because nobody knows if they have it? Yes. Because we don't want to do what? Because we don't want to get the coronavirus. That's right. We don't want to get the coronavirus. It seems like people want to know everything there is to know about COVID-19. And when they don't know, they make up stories, like your friends were doing at school before we started homeschooling. What do you think about that? Um, don't make up fake stories just because you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's what usually happens, except for with, like, flat earthers. You have all the information, you just don't believe it. Mm. Well, sometimes when it's scary... People want to know the answer. Don't you want to know the answer to when this will all be over? Yes. Yeah, but we don't really know the answer, do we? No. That's hard, isn't it? Yes. How does that make you feel? Sad. Sad. What is the hardest part about not knowing when this will end? What would you say to kids, like, Um, struggling with that? I think the hardest part is, well, for me at least, is just knowing that next year is not going to be normal, which I struggled with with a lot, like the first weeks of quarantine, where it's going to be like really bad and I'm going to miss a bunch of school and I'm not going to learn anything. But that's as the more I've done quarantine, I've I've learned things. I've um, I've quote unquote went to school, and nothing is like getting in the way of me learning. So if you're struggling with not knowing what this will end and worrying about the things when it does end, I don't think it's always worth in your head. Mm-hmm. Look at the bright parts, not the dark ones. Mm-hmm. Like, can you give me a good example? Um, you have to do less work than you have to do at school. <laughs> yeah, that's a bright part for you? Yes. I know you had a lot of anxiety, like, when you would try to go to sleep at night about worrying about your grandparents. Yeah. How did you figure out the best way to deal with that? Um, well, honestly, just knowing that they were staying home and staying healthy, mm-hmm. which most people are doing. How do you feel about people not following the rules? Why would why wouldn't you? It's I don't understand why people don't. Because the rules don't make sense to them. The rules why? don't make sense to them. They feel like the rules are um, more than we need. Okay, I don't understand that. Well, you know, sometimes people know. have behavior we don't really quite understand, right? Yeah. Shorten your timeline. What does that mean? It means instead of thinking about months in the the future, just look forward to like the weekend or. Um, an event like Mother's Day. What event are you looking forward to today, Griffin? Tell the people. Getting pets, Mm -hmm. as in pet rats. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go in depth on this. What is going to be Mm. the first thing you do when coronavirus is all over and we can do whatever we want? I would just just wind full of screens in the morning. I would like... 
The first thing you're going to do is watch screens in the house, something you can do already. There's not anything else you'd like to do outside of the house, a place you'd like to go or somebody you'd um, like to see. One night I would probably want to go to Mimi's house. Go to Mimi's house. That's uh, right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 We are special breakfast people here at Pantsu Politics, but not just when Beth and I are on the road. The truth is, I want something warm from the oven every Saturday morning and Sunday morning. It's just the truth. It makes it feel special, makes it feel exciting. I don't want to work at it. So the first time I ever saw Wild Grain, which is bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries, I was obsessed. You guys, I've been a member for over a year. It's amazing. It's so easy. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. You can fully customize your wild grain box. You can choose any combination of breads, pastas, pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com pantsuit to start your subscription. Sometimes I make one single croissant just for me because I want to feel special, and they're so good. You heard me. Free croissants in every box. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. Or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Can I get something off my chest? Every day I feel a little pang of sadness. Because I think about Griffin going away to college. Y'all, he's a freshman in high school. This is not healthy or normal. This is why I have it on my list of things to talk to my therapist about. We all carry around these things. Big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us. Therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You gotta get it off your chest. And you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Pantsuit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Pantsuit. Looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Aura frames are beautiful, Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. You guys, I love my Aura frames. I have one in my office. I have one in my kitchen. I have given one as a housewarming gift. I have given one as Mother's Day, Father's Day. They are the most amazing gifts because this app is a game changer, in my personal opinion, in digital frames. It makes it so, so easy to get the pictures on there and even videos. It plays like you're in Harry Potter, you guys. It is the best. I love mine so much. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code Pantsuit at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, my name is Abigail Spates. I'm 14 years old and I live in Texas. Texas hasn't been hit that hard in the COVID-19 pandemic, at least not in the area where I live. I was sick with 
what we think to be COVID back in February. I was exhausted throughout the entire time I was sick, like bone deep exhaustion. I'm a pretty active person and I do equestrian sports and I move around a lot. So being that bone deep exhausted without doing anything was new and honestly kind of scary to me. I also had the worst body aches and skin sensitivity is what I call it of me being sick ever. The skin sensitivity was every part of my skin almost hurt, except it didn't. It was this weird almost ache that was only skin deep, but was always there. And whenever I touched anything cold, it was so, so much worse. I still had a very mild case. I didn't even break a fever, but I was sick for a week, maybe two weeks, and it was bad. I've had flu and I've had strep and this felt worse to me. I guess I didn't really communicate that to my parents very well because I was just thinking, I don't know what this is, but it's not flu or strep. So it's probably just some minor bug. I should probably just push through and everything will be fine. Eventually, well, I took a day off of school. I'm homeschooled. So it was really just a day off one of my co-ops, which for me is almost a week of school off even though I was still doing school at home. But my parents don't think that I got sick as bad because I just didn't tell them how bad I was feeling. And then a couple months later, about maybe a month, a couple weeks ago, my mom got sick with what we also believe to be COVID. She's immunocompromised and she got it a lot worse than I did. And she was basically in bed for a week, maybe two. I won't speak too much on her experience because I'm not her and I don't know exactly what she went through. In regards to how my life has changed with the shelter-in-place orders, I'm homeschooled and both my parents work from home mainly, so nothing really changed too drastically. I mean, my co-ops had to scramble to figure out how to go online because they weren't planning to. They said that God would protect us from the COVID pandemic. And then when Fort Worth schools closed, they were forced to close as well. So my co-ops are over. They ended this Tuesday. And now I'm just finishing up my homeschool stuff. My parents have worked online. And if anything, we're together more, which I didn't actually think was possible, given that we all are at home a lot. But The only thing that really changed is that I don't get to see my friends as much. And that's hard, I guess. I didn't realize how hard it would be, given I don't see them that often anyway, but it's a loss I feel keenly. I also volunteer at my local library a lot, and that hit harder than I actually thought it would. I didn't realize how much I genuinely enjoyed being there and helping out and how much that was a big part of my life until it wasn't there anymore. I am thinking about talking to the library about possibly spearheading some online programs that they can do, but all in all, I've actually been more busy than my friends. My friends have all complained about being bored and having nothing to do, but in all honesty, I've had more to do. I've been finishing up my classes and sewing masks for people and trying to think about what I can do to help my library. And I feel like I've taken on more projects in this time and have less time to do what I want. That's ramped down now that my school is almost over, but 
when all my friends were out of school and had more spring break, I had more work and was studying for a very, very hard physics final. And now my friends are getting back to work and I'm finally having some free time. It's just interesting how my experience hasn't lined up with my friends at all. And that leaves me feeling almost out of the loop and like I can't relate to their experience at all. I don't know. It's a weird position to be in. This pandemic is affecting everyone in different ways. And I also see people in my hometown not really following social distancing guidelines. And to them, and to anyone who thinks this pandemic does not affect you, it affects everyone in different ways. And there's a lot of people who this is devastating for. So I just ask you to think not just about yourself, but about the world. And to everyone, please, please stay safe, stay home, and stay healthy. Hi, Sarah and Beth. I'm three years old. And what's your name? Claire Gale. And what are you going to do when the germs are gone? Claire, Phallus, Amelia, and Hannah, and Rai Bye. Hello. My name is Katie, and I am 20. And I have two sisters who are seniors in high school and just turned 18 yesterday. Right now, what's really hard for me is finishing up my second year of college from home and feeling like I'm missing all of the experiential learning that I was promised when I entered school and thinking about what will happen if we're online again next semester. For my sisters, it's really hard that the governor recently announced that schools will not reopen this year and thinking about how their prom will likely be canceled or hopefully postponed to a later date and how they are very unlikely to have an in-person graduation when it was supposed to. Thankfully, our school has made it clear that they are committed to rescheduling an in-person prom at a later date and hopefully they will also have an in-person graduation at a later date too. My name is Jane and I am nine years old and I feel um, I feel like I want to punch coronavirus right now because I hate it so much. It's just, it's like it's not letting us go to school right now and um, we get to do really fun things at the end of school, but we can't really do them now because of coronavirus. And um, it's just like not letting us do the um, usual things we do, and it's making us change our schedule, and it's making us um, be together all the time, which can be really good sometimes, but then also can be like really, really, really annoying. Hi, I'm Tatiana. I'm 18, and I'm a senior in high school, and I'm from Lee Summit, Missouri. The coronavirus has definitely affected my life, probably for the better. I was scheduled to travel to Spain on an exchange trip for my spring break. I had hosted a student in September of 2019, and we couldn't wait for our reunion that was supposed to happen in March 2020. And it was really heartbreaking when our trip was canceled the day before we were supposed to leave due to the coronavirus. It was really sad, but I was able to still keep in contact with her, and we have scheduled a future date once this all clears up to reunite. 
My official last day of high school was March 13th, and none of us seniors had a clue that that would be the last day we ever got to walk the halls of our school. We treated it as any normal day, super excited to go on spring break, and ready to finally not have to do any more exams. But, however, there were no proper goodbyes to any of my friends. In fall of 2020, we will all be on our own separate paths, and it's a chapter I won't get to properly close. I never got to thank all of my teachers in person for helping me on my academic journey. I've emailed them all, but it isn't the same experience. My sister and I will never get to share one last morning drive through Starbucks and scream sing our way into the school parking lot at 7 a.m. There are countless choir concerts, theater performances, and end-of-the-year banquets that were canceled. Senior prom was canceled, but I created my own quarantine prom and still had an amazing time. Turns out you don't really need an actual dance to have a good time. Our graduation won't be traditional, but luckily my school has rescheduled it and are doing everything they can to have a ceremony. I've used this break to spend a lot of time with family before I head off to college, four and a half hours away from my hometown. I've been able to actually sit down and have dinner with them, and we hadn't been able to share a meal like that since I was about 12. It's been tough adapting to online learning and missing out on all of these experiences, but I've created my own experiences and made the best out of each moment. It'll definitely be something to remember. Hi, my name is Nell Steigers. I live in Tennessee and I'm 13 years old and quarantine's been rough. I'm, I'm getting used to it, but uh, it's kind of strange getting used to a new schedule and I've like, for the first few weeks, I like the days kept blurring together. I didn't know. A couple of times I thought Wednesday was Friday, which was an interesting experience. And I've been reading a lot and I miss my friends a lot, but we've been trying to get together sometimes through Zoom and my friends and I have worked out a D&D game schedule, so that's been fun. School's been an interesting experience too, it's like learning how to learn online, basically learning how to homeschool myself. And I don't see my teachers daily, which is really interesting and not getting to hear their feedback every day not getting to see their faces either, which I miss seeing my teachers. My teachers were fun. I've been hearing a lot about the coronavirus. I know that it's got flu-like symptoms. I know, I know how to stay, I've learned how to stay safe. I've got friends who've got people in their families who've gotten it and we've been praying for them and that's important. And I think that we should all keep up with social distancing. I've heard that uh, President Trump is ending that, but I do not think that that is the best decision. So hopefully people will stay smart and stay safe. If you're my age or close to my age, uh, if you're looking for stuff to do, reading is always good. If you need something to read, if you're 13 or up, read the Illuminae Files. You'll love it. And if you're younger than that, then read Counting by Sevens. Both are great. Answer out loud, okay? Okay. How old are you? Three. Three. And why can't you go to school right now or we go to church or any stores or restaurants? Because there's too many germs. Because there's too many germs. How do you feel about having to stay at home? I feel happy that I'm staying with my mom. Yeah, why? Because I love you. I love you too. Does sometimes it make you feel sad too? It makes me sad when 
You do something to me that hurts my feelings. <laughs> yeah. Do we hurt each other's feelings sometimes? Um, Daddy hurt my feelings when he threw the flowers in the trash. When he threw the flowers in the trash? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about, does it make you sad to not see your friends at school? Yeah. What do you miss about school? I miss my friends. Who are their, Who are your friends? Um... Not until I go to school, I'll tell you all, all of my friends when we go to school and on the gym show, and I'll show you when you come. Okay, are you starting? School. Are you starting to forget their names? Mhm. Mm uh, what's your teacher's name? I have a friend Gavin at my school. He does mean things, and I don't like it. <laughs> um, who's a friend at school that you miss? Um, um, Gavin. Gavin? Mm hmm What are you so excited to do when the germs are all gone? Go to school! Mm-hmm. Go to the farm! Oh, yeah. And go to Grand and Papa's house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name's Devin. I am 16, and I am from Northwest Arkansas. And I've been listening to your show since, like, right before the 2016 election. So, like, a little, a little bit of time. And I want to talk about my um, quarantine experiences just a little bit. It's really weird to be a teenager and be in high school. I'm a, I'm a junior in high school. It's really weird right now. Junior year is usually seen as one of your hardest years of high school. And I'm ending it um, all online. My AP exams are in two weeks, and I have to prepare for those on my own. I have to teach myself pre-calculus, which is not easy. I don't know. It's, it's, it's really difficult. I miss all my friends. I miss all my teachers. I teach kids music. Um, I volunteer to teach, and I haven't seen them since like the beginning of March, which really sucks. Um, I do refugee work, and I miss communicating with all of those people and like going down to our local resettlement organization and talking to everybody and just being there and volunteering. I was with them like right before this started in Washington DC doing advocacy. We were at the Lincoln Memorial at the same time that President Trump was giving his nationwide address talking about COVID-19 in March, which was very surreal. But the first week of quarantine, I worked at a food bank with my little sister. They moved to delivery, so we don't do that anymore. We've been trying really hard to support local businesses and get takeout whenever we can, just because like we, we love all our people here, and Northwest Arkansas has so many wonderful local businesses that we just we just want them to be to be okay. But yeah, this all kind of sucks. I missed prom. I miss like my friends, my friends graduating. It's, it's unfortunate, but I'm spending time with my family. Um, I'm playing music at home and I'm recording songs remotely with people. So I've been, we've been combining like my singing and a friend's guitar and a friend drumming and it's all, it's all coming together quite nicely. So I'm figuring out new ways to communicate with the people I love, but it's not the same as what I'm used to. And it kind of sucks, but I just want everyone to be safe and I'm, I'm just chilling at home. My name is Mary, and I'm the proud mom of two teenagers. I heard your call on this week's podcast for listener stories from teens, and so I'm sending our experience to you. 
My kids attend a Catholic high school in the Cleveland suburbs. My daughter is a senior. She's an honor student, a gifted artist, a theater nerd. She's got a great sense of humor, and she's the most loyal friend you could want. She's been accepted to college in the fall about two hours from home. My son is a freshman. He's a total extrovert. He knows everyone. He's a multi-sport athlete. Everybody loves him, but he also skirts the edge of discipline at some times. We're in Northeast Ohio, where Governor DeWine closed our schools on March 16th. Um, My kids' school closed on Friday, March 13th, having given the kids a day's notice to take all their books and notes and Chromebooks and sports equipment home. Initially, the closer was for two weeks. My kids were subdued and scared and in shock. They knew their teachers and administrators were acting quickly, and this unnerved them. My daughter's workplace, a Cleveland chocolate company, closed all its shops a few days later. We had a lot of tears, questions, and anger, and that hasn't changed at all in the two months that we've been home together. My daughter's doing fine academically. She's a self-starter, and she's disciplined, and she seems determined to make the most of these last days with the school she loves. My son has struggled a bit. He draws his energy from the classroom experience and being abruptly pulled out of that has caused him a lack of motivation and some organizational issues. Math and Spanish have been the hardest for him to learn online. His math teacher is a real firecracker who expects the best from her students. She's very firm, but she'll go to the ends of the earth to help them and he really misses her. Both my kids were on the cusp of some really great spring experiences. Molly was set to be the stage manager of her final musical production, and David had earned a spot on the varsity lacrosse team and had trained very hard to be in top shape. They were both spending about 12 hours at school each day between classes, homework, practice, set building, and tutoring. Obviously, neither the musical nor the lacrosse season happened, and Molly still isn't back to work. We're hopeful for a possible July prom and graduation, and I'm hoping she'll be able to physically go to college in August. She spends a lot of time in her room doing elaborate art projects and spending time on Zoom with her friends. Just this past Sunday, she drove to a parking lot and had her first social distance evening with five classmates. My son has made a makeshift gym in our basement with an old spinning bike of mine and a mismatch of weights. He's down there every single day lifting, and I swear to you, he's gained 10 pounds of pure muscle since school closed. He's been fishing, running, and has taught himself to play the electric guitar. My kids and I are very close, and at this time at home together, I am also laid off from my job as a public librarian. We've drawn even closer. I'm very proud of their resilience, and I draw strength from their humility and their willingness to sacrifice the things they love. Thank you, Beth and Sarah, for your very important work. Take care. Hi, my name is Nathan Radia. I'm a senior at Lee Summit North High School in Missouri, and... My senior year's changed a lot. I didn't get to have a lot of the experiences that seniors should have, such as a traditional graduation or a senior prom. Um, Actually, today, as of the day I'm recording this, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, it's going to be the last three days of school for me. And I'm sure things would be totally different uh, if if I was actually in school right now. One of the traditions uh, for our school, the seniors go class to class with all their teachers and ask them to like sign this permission slip saying that they're allowed to leave or on the last day of school. And I don't get to do that. Some of the classes I'm in, such as theater or choir, we don't get to have uh, a final show or concert. 
It's been kind of a bummer getting those Google Calendar notifications that I was supposed to, that was supposed to be that night, or uh, I had to go to a rehearsal that day. So that's been kind of a bummer. During uh, my usual hours of a school day, I've been working at Target uh, for the past month, basically doing 40 hours a week. So that's basically filled in the, uh, I guess, the that time in my typical day. So honestly, it doesn't really feel like I'm in school anymore, even though, you know, three days from now, it's supposed to be like this big thing and everybody's celebrating and saying goodbye to classmates and teachers that I've spent the past several years with. Um, instead, I am sitting in my room or putting some Cheerios on the shelf at Target. So I was, you know, expected when I was a kid that this was going to be like the greatest week ever and a great closing chapter on my childhood. And um, it feels like I was robbed of that. And it's something that I'm going to have to carry around with me for the rest of my life. But, you know, I try to be optimistic about it and think, oh, well, I'll be able to tell my kids about this and it'll be fun. And, oh, Grandpa Nathan, there he goes again about his senior year being ruined. Ugh. But, yeah. Hi, my name is Annika and I'm eight years old. And my home is normally in Kenya. My mom listens to Pantsuit Politics every day. We bought tickets to leave when Kenya announced it was closing its airport and had to fly less than a day later. I am now in California. It's hard for me because I'm not in the same time zone as my friends. I miss my teacher, all my pets, my friends. I'm enjoying exploring new things in California. We are in Lake Tahoe where we can go out on walks and being on the same time zone as my grandparents and cousins. I don't usually get to talk to them that much in Kenya. I hope we can go home soon, but we don't know when. And in the meantime, we we're trying to join life here. Hi, my name is uh, Kai. I'm 18. And I guess this is my story about living in this world of corona. Some of the moments that stand out to me, I remember on the last day of school, of course, none of us knew it was the last day of school yet. We stood in a circle in the parking lot, six or seven of us. We were all six feet apart from each other. And we were just talking about an upcoming, I think, an upcoming political competition that we were going to do called Youth in Government. And none of us realized that would be our last day of high school. It wasn't something we knew. And I can remember just two weeks after that, my governor had put in place a stay-at-home order. And I remember being terrified trying to figure out if, you know, if therapy was an essential service, and I could not figure it out, and I was so scared that I'd have to spend this time without, you know, going to therapy, and, you know, luckily it was an essential service, but, um, you know, there's so many moments of just fear and also of normalcy in this time. 
I've done six or seven puzzles and, you know, I don't know anyone my age whose parents are still letting them work. I hope this is over soon. I don't want my first year of college to be as marred by this as my last year of high school was. Thanks for listening. What is the worst part of COVID-19 and living through this pandemic? Um, not seeing friends and no school and sports and no, not having a teacher to teach you. Is there any positive part of the pandemic? Well, basically school, but... Is uh, there anything that scares you or worries you about the pandemic? I'm wondering how long this is going to last. Hi, my name is Ruby. I'm 14 and I live in Virginia. Some things have changed for me during quarantine and some things have stayed the same. I work on a literary magazine and that has adapted very well to staying at home because a lot of the work can be done online. I've been using video calls to keep in touch with my friends and extended family and my classmates and teachers. When I found out Girl Scout camps were canceled, I felt pretty disappointed because I was really excited about going to a week-long sleepaway camp for the first time and volunteering as an aide at an evening camp close to my house. I am disappointed about that, but I'm not super sad because people's safety comes before fun, honestly. I've been writing down all the songs I've listened to since April 25th on my bedroom mirror, and I'm putting them into a playlist, and then once this whole thing's over, I'm going to have that serve as kind of an audio memory of everything. And I've been doing a journaling class that I started specifically during the quarantine, so, so I've been journaling about the quarantine in that. I have done some fun things during the quarantine. I've been hosting games days with my Mensa group and my Girl Scout troop over webcam. We've been playing a lot of different online games. I've been able to read a lot and draw a lot. I'm learning how to use a digital art app on my iPad. So yes, I would say I have been having a decent amount of fun during quarantine. In general, I am feeling kind of stressed and anxious. I'm worried about me or someone in my family contracting COVID-19 because if I got it, it would not, it wouldn't be great for me because I have asthma and I miss seeing my friends in real life, but I'm glad that if a pandemic had to happen, it was during the internet age where, when we can still connect to people outside of our houses very easily. Like, it would be way harder if we were sending each other letters over the Pony Express because the Pony Express might not still be operating. Hi, my name is Charlotte and I'm six years old. The coronavirus is really tough because you have to stay home and not see your friends and family. But most of all, it's tough for me because we can't see daddy because he works in a big hospital with a lot of people and he's training to be an anesthesiologist. And we live in New York and he has to come home, but we don't want to get it and mommy and daddy don't want us to get it. So we had to come to Kentucky to stay safe with Mimi and Pop and we drove here. And then he scheduled a flight for next Thursday to come back and we're going to drive home the next day. Sarah and I have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible and skincare is a huge piece of that. I spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin and I have added ritual to my routine, which just gives me a lot of comfort. Ritual is here for us. 
they have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies, so we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several Ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin, I take a probiotic, and Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online, and we were discussing the fact that I am 43, and she said, I cannot believe how young you look, and I thought, thank you, Ritual, for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. There's not much worse than a dry energy scalp. Also, when you get your hair colored and then it does not last as long as you and your stylist discussed, it could be that unfiltered, mineral-filled water is the culprit. Hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin, and about 85% of the United States uses hard water, filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered shower head comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code PANTSUIT at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. Before we wrap up, we also wanted to share an email that we received from one of our executive producers, Sarah, about what's going on at her house. She has teenagers, a 17-year-old, 15-year-old, 12-year-old, and then a 3-year-old. Sarah, you are a busy lady. 
Word. She said that her teenagers would never call in, but she can say as a parent that it's really hard for them. The isolation is just not how teenagers are wired. It's harder to work through the differentiation from your parents and all that other important but difficult stuff when you're not around your peers. And one of her teens has had significant issues with depression and ADD, and just not having structure is really hard. She says, part of me wishes this were all happening when the older kids were younger because their world was somewhat more contained then, and it is so much easier to set schedules and limit screens. Now they are like nocturnal, feral animals that live in my house and feed only at night. And I bet so many moms (laughs) are nodding in agreement as they hear that. That's definitely what I've heard from people who have teenagers. So thank you for sharing that, Sarah. And thanks to all of you who allowed your children to share some of their experiences with us. We will be back in your ears on Tuesday with another episode of Pantsuit Politics. And until then, keep it nuanced, y'all. What do you think about all the, like, when school was still in session and still, please stop doing that. What do you think about all the ways, um, let me say, let me decide how to phrase this, Dylan. Now you're washing it. Mm-hmm. Hey, can mommy ask you some questions? What? But, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, my mom wanted me to do this. What would you tell a another little boy or a little girl who was really scared about the coronavirus? Um, I don't know. Well, you might want to think about the happy parts, not the sad ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. My phone is not being silent. Okay, try again. Who's a friend at church that you miss? Um, what do I have? What kind of friend do I have at church? You have lots of friends. Who's one friend that you miss? Mm. I don't know what name Your birthday is, um, gosh, in like a week and a half, and you requested rats. Can you give a, a, a summary of why you chose those as pets and what you have to get to? Um, well... They're smart and compassionate, and they learn owners' names. They can also be toilet trained instead of, like, hamsters that just poop everywhere. And you have to get two because they're social beings and will get depressed if there's only one. And what are you going to name your new rats? Uh, Frisk and Hodgepodge. I don't know how I settled on those names, but I did. Pantsu Politics is produced by Dylan Garvin and Studio D Productions. Elise Knapp is our managing director. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. Our show is listener-supported. Special thanks to our executive producers, Tracy Putoff, Tim Miller, Tiffany Hasler, Martha Brunitsky, Joshua Allen, David McWilliams, Allie Edwards, Amy Whited, Jared Menson, Allison Luzader, Barry Kaufman, and Sarah Ralph. To support Pantsuit Politics and receive lots of bonus features, visit patreon.com slash pantsuitpolitics. You can connect with us on our website, pantsuitpoliticsshow.com. Sign up for our weekly emails and follow us on Instagram at Pantsuit Politics.